Hello, and welcome to day 14 of A Year of War and Peace. I'm Brett. I'm Logan. And today we are reading Volume 1, Part 1, Chapter 14. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> You've made it to the end of week two. End of week two. End of week two. We're halfway through the first month. I'm going to get really good at adding seven to numbers so that I can figure out well, how many when, weeks we're at. Yeah, how many weeks we're at. We're gonna get, we'll get really good at dividing by seven. This chapter, Anna Mikhailovna returns from her visit to Count Bezukhov, the ailing count and we cut back first to countess rostov who is is distressed seeing her go yes i really like the um line grief stricken by her friend's demeaning poverty i I don't think that she isn't living in poverty Uh, comparably to um (laughs) to the rostovs she's living i love to know how many rubles an average Russian surf got by on on a daily basis at this time. Is that something you can Google? Probably. Let's look it up. Um. Oh my gosh. None of these. None of these are the sources that I need. They're all like, I don't have like a Quora answer for you. I have like a okay. bunch of scholarly articles that I can look through <laughs> and get back to you on, but nothing, right. nothing short and definitive. In three to five business days, we'll figure out. We'll figure it out. But anyway. Anna Mikhailovna, Countess Rostov is touched by Anna Mikhailovna's demeaning poverty. Yes. And so she goes straight to her husband and calls him in, and Ilya comes in begging, uh, bragging about how much money he's been spending on the On the, on chef, the dinner. On the chef. The, Te- you were correct, Terrace is talk, the chef. He's talking about the, sh- the saute. He's really excited about the saute, and he has a little bit on his shirt. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, because he says um, it cost him a thousand rubles to get Terrace, their chef, their skilled chef. So I'm curious what okay. the conversion yeah, is. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense with the conversion that we were working with, Yeah, where one ruble was like $1,600. Right. There's no way. But it's like, if you had, if you were a super rich guy, and you were ordering Anthony Bourdain to personally cook for an 80... $100,000. I know, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, if you're personally ordering Anthony Bourdain and maybe all his staff to come in and cook an 80 person dinner then it's we're starting to get into the then we're starting yeah. to get into big numbers. I did I did forget that they're hosting a dinner party. Yeah, it's like a big dinner party too. It's not like, like it's ev- not like you're hosting friends. they're hosting an event. Yeah. So, a, a private chef, a good like a famous good private chef mm-hmm. for essentially a wedding. And a he's small, named too. So he's wedding. like a name household name chef. Small wedding all of the chefs people Maybe all of the money for the food and, and the ingredients. food and the food and the wine. Okay, that then maybe like I just have I it made sense for the getting kitted out for the army, but it was a little bit harder to believe. Let's do a, let's do a running tracker as we as we hear all the ruble numbers. Dude, so far, yeah. we know that an expensive Hang on, chef. Let me, let me write this down. <laughs> what we know so far is that an expensive chef for a fancy dinner costs twice as much as a military kit for the royal guards okay okay so he has this very expensive chef i wonder if tolstoy inflation calculated this maybe this is all inaccurate to begin with yeah but you know <laughs> it's fun for us to contextualize but he has a he has an expensive chef he's bragging about his money and he's once again showing his complete disregard for his finances yes uh his complete unawareness of his finances i find this exchange that he has with his footman matinka yeah matinka his little assistant guy i was gonna say yeah. i seems like a footman i don't know something 
very interesting when he asks him. Obviously, we Countess Rostov is asking him for the money that Anna Mikhailovna needs to pay for Boris's kit in this chapter, and then will eventually give her the money. But when the Count agrees, he sends his footman question mark to go get some bills, and Matenka says, "Sir, you must realize," and then seems to think better of it. But don't worry, sir, he added, noticing that the Count was beginning to breathe rapidly and deeply, always a sign of approaching anger. I was forgetting. Do you require them immediately? Like, I feel like this footman or whoever this guy I is, wrote, assistant. Matinka, who runs the Count's business affairs. Yeah, I was going to say, so he has something to. something more than just like a footman. I feel like he's grimacing at yeah. this amount of money being. Yeah, 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 yeah being thrown around yeah he's like his um accountant accountant maybe footman is definitely not the right term and then he 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 calls the um the countess a spendthrift so it sounds like she's not helping i don't i i really you took that as as her being an issue i took that as him like deflecting his own issues onto her everyone knows you're he says everybody knows you're a shocking spendthrift is what he says i feel like i I think that both of them are kind Maybe. of equally to blame. Maybe, but I I mean I took that as like he's unable to like take accountability Maybe. for his uh, obsessive spending. Yeah. Because it seems like she's aware. She's very aware of like the right. the way that their use of money is coming across. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the personal like yeah, financial might, state right. that they're in. You might be right. I was thinking just in this chapter with the how quickly she signs off the 500 rubles immediately after talking about their financial issues to Anna Mikhailovna. Yeah, I, I guess that, that does make sense in the context of the chapter. I just... But I see what you're saying. I feel yeah. like 500, I don't know, however much money it is, but 500 rubles to like help this clearly like long time best friend like yeah. your kids grew up together you know your your families are intertwined with Boris Boris and Natasha you know to help this person who is like a significant part of your life is very different than um spending it on hunting and an expensive chef that's fair we don't have we don't have any proof of the countess rostov's habits no we don't have um any proof of their tone rostov the count has very clearly illustrated his yes financial shortcomings almost to the point of to the point uh, of absurdity absurdity (laughs) yeah and then we have this amazing scene where anna mikhailovna returns the countess gives her the 700 and Anna hugs the Countess, and we have this amazing last paragraph that made me tear up a little bit. I, too, was weeping. Uh, that reads, Anna Mikhailovna's arms were around her. She was weeping, and the Countess wept, too. They wept for their friendship, their kind-heartedness, and the unfortunate need for lifelong friends to soil their hands with anything as sordid as money. And they wept also for their lost youth. Both the tears of both women were sweet. Oh! Oh. Bro, I'm tearing up just thinking about it. It's very it's a very, very sweet. It's a very chapter, touching. Yeah. I feel like we like with these two have had like a more human interaction. The men in the the men in the novel are very human in a different way. Mm-hmm. In that they're absurd and they act like I would expect twenty something year old men to act. And right. they're very real in that way, but the friendship between these two women is kind of driving a heart of this the story more than the relationships with the other characters. Maybe Andre and Pierre. I feel like Andre and Pierre kind of mirror 
these two right, yeah, in an yeah. interesting way of like having this like very close friend that you would basically kind of do anything for. Mm-hmm. And it feels like we're looking down the line sort of at Andre and Pierre's friendship a little yeah, bit when yeah. we look at Anna and the Countess. Yeah, it's in- it's interesting too, just like kind of how little of the two of them we've seen up until this point, you know, to have this like big moment. It's one of the things, especially in early War and Peace, that's really striking to me is just like you, j- you just kind of jump into it and these people already exist and they've been around. I mean, I think that that makes it more believable that's what to I'm me, saying. Yeah, right? Like yeah. they're their friendship existed before we were brought into it exactly and so that makes it stronger and it's not going to go away because we were brought into it Mm -hmm. we're just it it feels more like a fly on the wall type deal yeah i like this i like this ending it's very sweet i know i love i really like this chapter very sweet way to end week two Mm. what happened in week two what happened what all happened what did we start in week two we met the Rostovs. We met the kids. Pierre tied a bear to a policeman. Pierre tied a bear to a policeman. We went to, and then we went to the Bazookas. We we caught up with Pierre and Boris. Yeah. So we had the Rostovs party. We went, the Anna Mikhailovna went to the Bazookas, and now she's back. Yes. Basically, is what we've yes. what we've had. Do you have anything else for this chapter? It was kind of short, so I feel it's short but very sweet. Yeah. Not a lot to talk about, but a lot to feel. A lot Oh boy, am I feeling emotions to get in touch with with this emotions. chapter. Emotions. The beauty of the Ooh. beauty of friendship. And love. By me. Anyway, it's your Rankings, turn. I believe it's it, your it is turn. My turn. Yeah. We'll rank the Count Rostov. Oh. Countess Rostov. Anna Mikhailovna. And Matinka. Oh the, the Matinka. Business, the business boy. Come on, Matinka. Most likely to lose all of their money. In the 2008 housing recession. Oh, okay. Obviously, number one is the Count Rostov. He would never. He would never. He would never make a bad investment. No. I think. I think that next might be Anna Mikhailovna. Oh. Which is not to like. I think that she she's crafty, but I don't know. Given her current financial situation and how badly this lawsuit, unnamed lawsuit, yeah. is kind of screwing her, I don't know how well she'd fare in. I can see that in her um, investments. I see your, I see your position. Um, then I think the Countess Rostov. Okay. Um, just because, uh, I mean, she's if she's maybe not equally responsible in the misfortune of the Rostov family, but um, takes two to tango. I feel like. <laughs> Uh, and finally, we have Matenka. Um, Matenka. He literally his job is to be good at investing. <laughs> so he's the big short. He sees it all. Coming. He's the big short. He is the big short. It was Michael Burry and Matenka who did it together. <laughs> he's uncredited though. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that was chapter fourteen. Have a wonderful rest of your day or night have or a, whenever you're morning. Watching, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah, whenever you're listening. Also. Um, we actually do have a TikTok and an Instagram page that we keep forgetting to plug. Our TikTok is a year of war and peace. And then our Instagram is war and peace pod. Again, that's war and peace pod on Instagram. So if you want to give us a follow, you know, come and hang out, watch our videos that we work really on hard our, on. On all our new releases. If you want to see what we look like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can check us out there. Um <laughs> But yeah. yeah. Keep up with all our new releases because I know our release schedule is really sporadic. I know. We, we don't, don't have a schedule. That's really And it's not like we work really hard to maintain this consistent schedule or anything. No. We just kind of post whenever. So yeah. we'll let you know when we post over there. 
and we're we'll be we do really funny extracurricular activities. Yeah, we're really funny. We make really funny. T- we made a really you funny TikTok extra, today. You get extra credit if you follow us and and the, at the year end exam that we're going to send out the, to all of our listeners. The, listen, all of our the listeners. midterm it will give you it will give you an extra thirty minutes on the midterm. Yes. Yeah. So, whatever. Check it out or don't. Yeah. I'm not telling you what to do. But yeah, that's all from us. Hope you have a wonderful day. Week two, week three, week three.